Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. That's been all. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, back in his fucking tank top. It is the tank top sage, Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? What's good, everybody listening? Back in the tank top. The tank top. <laughs> What's that? Mode activated. What's that hero from One Punch Man? It was like Tank Top Tiger, I think his name tank is. Tank Top Defender. Defender? Tank Top. No, no, That's no. you. You're Tank Top tank Defender. Top Commander. Uh, also joining us is the disembodied voice of uh, my brother, our producer. It is Edgelord. Big news, Brian. you big news. Sub nerds. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the show, by the way. It's been a while. Thanks, man. I've been training. Yeah. <laughs> in my anime montage arc, you know. Yeah, I know. You caught up to Black Clover. Uh, we won't talk about it this week, but we will next week because Black Clover is off this week. But we do have uh, a couple of manga to sub in, uh, you know, in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and Black Clover Stead this week. Um, yeah, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and at New Jump City Josh. That's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I know Brian's a little under the weather today. I'll do his plugs for him. Uh, you can find him at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. And he plays video games sometimes at uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Check him when he's streaming, y'all. Watch him play video A disclaimer real quick. His gate sometimes <laughs> is low and sometimes it's high. You got to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I guess. know what that means. Yeah, he, it, it, whatever. Anyway, uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the show on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. And we did it again this week. So we'll be announcing the winner down the road of the show. Uh, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, what that is, is that every week we put up a poll where you guys get to vote on your favorite chapter of the week. And we announce it to you guys on, uh, on the show. So uh, very excited for that. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. We actually got some questions this week that um, I think we plan on uh, answering at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, a couple of questions from Sketchy Mike. We are backlogged, so we're trying to get through them. Uh, we'll get to that at the end. But if you guys want to send questions, uh, please continue to do so at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com or under the comments section, wherever you're watching the podcast, whether it's the uh, full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every show. Let us know what you guys think about the show, about uh, the manga that we've been talking about. Uh, and uh, and all that stuff, you know. Uh, while you're at it, you can subscribe to the podcast. Uh, hit that like button, hit that share button, that notification bell, so you never miss an upload. Uh, do all that stuff. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, we're pretty much on every audio platform that exists right now. Uh, every single episode of the podcast, all 196 at this point, episodes of New Jump City are available. Uh, on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Muse, uh, Google Podcasts, all yeah. that stuff. So check all us of that. out. All of that. So check us that. Uh, and I think that's it as far as plugs go. Um, let's uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, before we begin, uh, we 
talked about a couple weeks ago when it was announced that uh, Hunter Hunter would be returning, that we would be covering it. Hunter Hunter has returned. That being said, we have not caught up yet. Uh, Hunter Hunter is a particularly dense series, uh, and we were a little far behind uh, as the chapters were only made available on Shonen Jump's digital uh, vault like two weeks ago. So we're trying to uh, get caught up on about 50 chapters worth of story. Uh, and there's a lot of dialogue, so it might take us a minute to get caught up. But we are aiming to uh, add Hunter Hunter to the lineup next week. Uh, and we're very excited about that. Uh, our history with the show is we're basically anime only up to this point. So <laughs> we're... We're, well, I know about the secession arc. Yeah, Josh is a little further ahead in terms of the story than I am, but um, a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're we're in the process of uh, catching up and getting up to date. So uh, just uh, hang on, and we'll we'll cover it next week. Uh, very excited about it, though. We are uh, big Hunter Hunter fans over here. Uh, Togashi stands in general. Shout out to Yu Hakusho. Show. Uh, so very uh, very excited to look at his work. Uh, and to welcome it back into uh, the zeitgeist, so to speak. Uh, and with that being said, uh, let's get into the show proper. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1064, Egghead Labo Phase. Um, this cover page is uh, pretty important. I think it's honestly going like as a continuation, like before we get into the chapter itself is the only chapter that kind of, it's the only like cover page to kind of overlap with the present basically um, to some degree. Uh, yeah. I, I think this still happened like a little bit of a ways back, but um, yeah, uh, the, the cover page shows uh, Aokiji uh, now known as Kuzan. That's his real name. Uh, delivering Charlotte pudding onto the Blackbeard Pirates. Uh, Van Auger is there as well. Uh, and um, yeah, we, we're getting the chapter started. Last we left off with One Piece, uh, Blackbeard decided to attack Trafalgar Law in order to uh, get his uh, road poneglyphs and uh, probably his powers as well, let's be honest. Um, so Law is up against... Uh, a significant number of Blackbeard's crew, uh, you know, it's him, it's Blackbeard himself, Doc Q, Van Auger, Jesus Burgess, uh, and I guess Aokiji's there now, but I don't know. I think that's like not. I don't know for sure. We yeah. haven't seen Aokiji. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but he, he might be around. He might be corner. around. Uh, so lots is going on. Um, Blackbeard is currently riding on uh, Doc Q's horse, Stronger. Um, he's about to deliver a big old, like, Whitebeard uh, uh, Quake Man attack. Uh, Law stops him with his re-room and his, awakened, his newly awakened abilities, uh, cutting Stronger in half. Uh, but not in time before Blackbeard is, uh, is able to unleash a little something uh, on uh, Law's people. At the same time, uh, Doc Q drops his, like, trick apples that we've seen him use before on Jaya. Uh, and he... They're about to kind of land on the other people in Law's crew, but uh, Shadi, I think this guy's name is, uh, has deployed himself underwater, and uh, he rises up and shoots these water things at the apples, causing them to explode in the air. Um, 
I uh, I think it's interesting because I we've only really seen fishmen do this, and I'm wondering if Shadi is uh is a fishman in so, to some degree, but he Sachi, right? Um, Sachi is his name. He You're could right. be. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's spitting out water like that. That's not a regular human trait. Yeah, but I guess the thing Zoro does isn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we stretch the boundaries of uh, human ability uh, in in One Piece, so. I I think uh, I I could accept that he's he's just a guy who can shoot water <laughs> water bullets into the air. Um, right, I, I'm willing to accept that. So it's not a for sure thing. He's a fish. Yeah. That being said, he's definitely not a devil fruit user because he can't swim. He wouldn't be able to swim otherwise. Right. Um, but yeah, he they they block the attack. Um, uh, Jean Bart, uh, I remember this guy. He's the guy that law freed on Sabauti. Uh, he spots Van Auger from a distance and uh, he, he, he takes like a couple bullets for his captain. Uh, good shit, uh, Jean Bart. Uh, and Law uses the same attack that he used on Big Mom, Shock Wild, on uh, Blackbeard, uh, busting up his insides. Pause. Uh, <laughs> 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 and. Uh, yeah, he uh, Blackbeard is not having a good time right now. <laughs> um, no, Van Auger warps over to him, but uh, and suggests that they retreat. Uh, but Blackbeard's like, "No, keep going, let's fucking go." Uh, gotta love Blackbeard. I mean, the guy, the guy gets it in. Uh, he, he ain't no punk, man. Uh, yeah, he's not soft at all, no. and uh, he's he's you know. He, I mean, I'm getting a little bit ahead, but he, you know, his uh, crewmate mentions that, uh, you know, you didn't like this is this is what happens when you don't go in with like a plan. Yeah. And, it, you know, it just goes to show like he just knew he wanted to like get after him mm-hmm. and you could call it recklessness, but he I think he just has mad courage. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Reckless courage. Yeah. Uh, so Law benches to Blackbeard is like, oh, so your all your people have powers now. Well, that means they all share the same weakness, the sea. Uh, and uh, we see that the uh, Heart Pirates are attacking Blackbeard's ships from underwater uh, using their submarine, which is honestly pretty smart. And it's uh, uh, something I never really thought of in terms of Law using a submarine as a ship, uh, being able to uh, attack Devil Fruit users from underwater. Is uh, it's pretty actually uh, a good utility thing in terms of having a yeah. submarine. This is the first time in like nine hundred chapters that uh, Delphi users not being able to swim is a uh, actually being used. Yeah, I mean it's, they've really right. it's been a long ass time. They've really gotten around that weakness a lot more than I thought they would. <laughs> uh, it's never really been a factor. Um, but that being said, we cut into one of Blackbeard's ships as uh, a prisoner is, well, a prison guard, I guess. Someone in the brig is basically talking to a prisoner. Uh, and, of course, uh, that prisoner turns out to be Charlotte Pudding, who we just saw has been captured by uh, the Blackbeard pirates. Uh, and they're basically saying that, like, don't worry, uh, there's a fight going on upstairs, but, you know, the Commodore will handle it. Uh and uh, Pudding is like, well, if Mama's still alive, you won't be talking about that like that much longer. And they're like, ah, he, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
the, well, the the guy we're fighting is the one who killed Big Mom. So, fuck you. <laughs> right. Uh, you, you sound dumb. You sound <laughs> dumb right now. How <laughs> much you know? Yeah. Your mom's fucking dead. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's like such a me. He's like, well, oh yeah, well your mom's dead. He's just like, all right. <laughs> I don't know why you got to be so mean about it. Uh, we cut back over to Law and uh, Blackbeard clashing. Uh, Blackbeard seems to stop uh, Law's attack with his Quake Quake fruit powers. Uh, but then we see that he activates his Black Vortex, which is not good because that is the technique that is used to steal away devil fruits <laughs> or at least seal their and, power. And it would be Ace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> your kings. I mean, your king. Your king. Not you, Chris, but everyone who loves Ace so much and wishes he was still an integral character. Yeah, that's honestly. It's, it's back, guys. Yeah. Hey, honestly. I take no responsibility for Josh's words, but it's your fault for liking him so much <laughs> in Josh's presence. Yeah. Uh, Otis punishing you as well. Yeah. Um, we cut over to uh, the Navy headquarters where. Uh, the Navy seems to have gotten wind that Blackbeard and Law are fighting. Uh, we get Aokiji's hating ass sitting there like, mm, now, and here I am once again waiting for a fight to conclude. Uh, nobody told me that being a fleet admiral would be so frustrating. I want to make some people donuts. Uh, <laughs> Who is that fucking cigar made out of steel? <laughs> carbon fiber yeah <laughs> jesus he's crunching on it yeah he's always irritated yeah i don't he think he needs to put some weed in that fucking cigar man what's wrong yo he needs to I chill he's man. the magma guy right he's ready to erupt yeah always um so we cut away from all the action <laughs> We cut away from all the action, and uh, we end up on the future island of Egghead, where the Straw Hat Pirates currently are. Um, and we see that the Pacifista have, has stopped attacking overall, and that's because uh, Jewelry Bonnie has uh, aged up Luffy and Chopper and aged down Jimbei, actually, uh, as uh, a disguise. So the, the Pacifista does not recognize them. Uh so Luffy is now like 70. Uh, Chopper's an old-ass reindeer, and Jimbei's a, a child at this point. Uh, and, mm. and they're just kind of like, um, you know, talking amongst themselves. Uh, Jimbei reveals what he knows about uh, Kuma, and that is uh, that Kuma was a, uh, was a wicked king of the Sorbet Kingdom and, until the people drove him off and he became a pirate. Uh, he created ties with the Revolutionary Army as well. Uh, until the Navy uh, captured him and sentenced him to life imprisonment. Uh, but Vegapunk's va fascination with his muscles and his latent abilities uh, warranted him to be released and, uh, and in exchange for uh, taking part in the body augmentation and clone development program that Vegapunk was leading at the time. Uh, so he was able... The deal was that he participated in this program and Kuma would be allowed to roam free as a warlord. Uh, so Bonnie confirms pretty much everything. Uh, the only thing that she is like is a little sus is the fact that uh, Kuma is Kuma agreeing to be a cyborg because that would mean he's essentially killing himself at that point. Uh, 
So there was no, like, who would ever make that deal is basically her thing. Um, and Jimbe mentions, like, yeah, that's that's true, but hey, life in prison's a pretty heavy sentence. How many crimes must Kuma the tyrant have committed? And uh, Bonnie is just like, my father was not a tyrant. And uh, she reveals that uh, he hated the government and uh, they experimented on him by force. I, I think that part is just her conjecture. But she, but Kuma hated the government, and um, he, uh, he apparently was like, he told Bonnie that he was from a special people, um, and uh, and that's why they wanted to experiment on him so bad, uh, which I think is fascinating because that can mean a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was one of those red people. I don't think that that was the case. I think. Th- whoever lived on Raftal probably or whatever society was wiped out by the void century. That was probably where he's from, or he has a lineage, a descendants from, um, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, okay. Until then uh, we cut over to team Sunny, the rest of the straw hats that were uh, left aboard the thousand Sunny and were left to deal with Lilith, the evil. Um, and she's basically flying. Uh, she has the ability to fucking fly uh, with her giant robot. And, um, you know, they they arrive on the future island of Egghead. Uh, she reveals that Luffy is down there somewhere causing trouble. But uh, she's taking them to the Labo phase um, where, you know, the main research happens on uh, Egghead. Uh, Luffy is in the place that is known as the Fabrio phase which is a factory level where uh, workers and researchers live. Um, they arrive on the Labo phase, and uh, it turns out it's made out of, like, clouds. Um, the rest of the Straw Hats disembark. Zoro stays on to watch after the Thousand Sunny. Um, and uh, Lilith reveals that the clouds that they're stepping on is actually, like, uh, the recreated of a recreation of the sky Island clouds that we've seen, of course, on Skypea and other sky islands with area, all that stuff. Uh, so they arrive at the lab and before they enter, uh, Lilith mentions that they have to get into some research clothes. Uh, everybody gets their character design for the arc. They get uh kingdom hearts, so to speak. Um, yeah, very nice. Very cool. Um, and uh, they're on their way to uh, to meet uh, Shaka, I believe his name is, uh, Shaka the Good. Uh, speaking of which, we cut over to Shaka, who seems to be talking to someone on the phone. Um, oh. And he mentions that, like, being a genius means being able to see what your own future contains. Uh, and whoever's on the phone is like, what do you mean, Vegapunk? And uh, Vegapunk suggests, oh, not Vegapunk, but Shaka suggests that his death is imminent. And... Um, Whoever's on the phone tells him, that, hey, stop telling jokes. They're not funny. And the chapter ends with the big reveal that um, that Shaka the Good has been talking to uh, Monkey D. Dragon this whole time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I knew it. All of my good predictions we do in the group chat. <laughs> uh, but... I'm not going to do a victory lap yet until it's confirmed, but I'll, I'll let you guys in on what we're talking about when we get to my turn. Uh, but first, Josh, what did you think of One Piece chapter 1064? All right. So there was stiff competition this week between two chapters 
in particular. However, of course, One Piece had to win it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It was also mine, by the way. Oh, okay. Mm. Brian, what did you Brian think? Brian Espinal? Yeah, I'll already see this. Yeah, this is an, uh, another oh. unified, really good chapter of the week. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. All right. Uh, sorry, Josh. Go on with your thoughts. Okay. So, of course, the fight uh, with uh, Blackbeard and Law was stupidly. Uh, what can I say? I like how Blackbeard was parrying uh, some of Lord's techniques with his quake quake powers. It just kind of shows how strong that the fruit's ability alone is. And I guess it also kind of makes me think about that. It makes me think that combat-wise, not all fruits are created equally. They just aren't. You know, um, some are just so much more powerful than others just because. Yeah. You know, I guess that's why there's some that are more rare and more coveted, etc., etc. The Quake Quake one, very serious. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he broke out of laws. He oh, he made he caused so much disruption that Law couldn't put a hit like his room couldn't keep control of it. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, abilities have an extent. Yeah, Sorry. theoretically, like back in Marine Ford, it was revealed that like. If you really used the Quake Quake fruit, you could destroy the whole world. So it it is very strong. It's interesting because it kind of also shows that, you know, either Blackbeard hasn't achieved that level yet, or he consciously understands that he's not going to end the world, <laughs> you know, ca- yeah. you know, candidly. <laughs> yeah, I think I would think he's holding back. Powers. I would think he's right. not trying to destroy the world right now. So. I don't think he would destroy the world losing either. But I don't know. I'll res- I should really reserve that type of judgment before we see more of who he actually is. Because there are a lot of question marks about Teach. But um, as we said earlier, he, he definitely got a lot of fucking heart when it, when it co- and, and confidence in himself. And, and when it comes to you know achieving what he wants to achieve and you see it pouring out in this fight through his like facial expressions and how he how he throws himself into the moves and it's cool because like you know what i really like about one piece is how he draws his character models and i think blackbeard is one of my favorites like where it's the the huge torso and kind of like small but somewhat lanky limbs you know what i mean i just like how it looks it looks really scrappy and it makes the, the, the combat and the art look a lot more, I don't know, like intense. Yeah. I mean, this, in, um for those listening, if you want to go ahead and peer, or maybe you can write this down later, on page seven on the center panel, there's uh, uh, Blackbeard lands after getting uh, hit with, uh, with the shock willy move. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the way he kind of recovers in the air, like, you know, he takes a, a, a seemingly fatal blow you know, while his man tells him, like, listen, like, it's not a bad idea to retreat. And he's like, nah, fuck that. You know, recovers it and lands, like, with, with, with you know, with emphasis, man, with power. With, with Like, he's the Commodore, nigga. You feel <laughs> me? That's the Commodore. Yeah. That's a fucking respect. You know what I mean? So, 
you know, even towards the end of the fight, the way he fucking parries the sword with his, with the Quake Quake and then like goes for the black vortex. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure Law's gonna figure out a way to get through this. Um, do that, do this move. It's he's not gonna get cooked like this. And because it's been I don't know if anyone's seen him use this move before, but I'm sure he has some type of intel on it. And Law's not stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, nor has you know, nor has Teach uh dealt with someone like you know with an ability like his i'm assuming yeah so uh i'm just really looking forward to the interaction and i totally think that regardless of what happens i think alkiji is gonna come out of nowhere and set and and put this whole shit on smash he's gonna freeze the water dead and all the shit with his crew and he's gonna say all right give up or i'm gonna kill your whole crew and the teacher's gonna grab him up and say, "Man, you don't—I mean, giving you a chance to give up. I'm taking your power. Don't." Yeah, yeah man, I'm gonna take Law's power. I—I believe that. I believe he's gonna—he's gonna beat Law here. Yeah, we got—we've seen a lot of Law. Mm-hmm. He dealt with his skeletons in his closet. He has some character development, combat-wise. I would yeah. say so. Yeah. Yeah. Be big mom. High accolades. We're not going to hear about this fight for a long time. Oh, no. It's going to be torture. You know that, right? Yeah. You know we're not going to see this to the end of, like, Punk Hazard, right? <laughs> of uh, Egghead. You're... Let that be another prediction. I'll call that out. I mean... You're I'm... not seeing this to uh, the Punk Hazard, and I'll keep you putting this, putting this shit on lock. Yeah, unless, like, they deal with it again next chapter. Because I honestly thought that they were not going to come back this chapter. Nah, he gave us a little... He gave us enough taste where we're, we're like, oh, what's about to happen next? And that's it. No. Anyway, there was another thought in my head. Um, which is that... Uh, we, we it, it actually came to my mind as, uh, you know, we were talking about the devil fruits weakness of, of like the sea actually being a, 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 being a thing here, like as part of the strategy, but just something that hasn't been that prevalent in the series. I, I have an idea of, and, and I'm, I think it's kind of obvious, right? That like, we're going to get a huge, like devil fruit info dump soon. Oh um, yeah. I think we're going to learn. Oh, we're going to yeah. start learning a whole lot about the nature of devil fruits. And it has a lot to do with the past and, you know the uh, the void century, and I, I think all all this, you know, and and how and how teach is even able to take multiple devil fruits. Like we're gonna learn more of the nature of them. So that I, I believe that as well. I, I think I think that's why we're you know they're even bringing up, you know, like the weakness of the devil fruit because it's on Oda's mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's probably stuff that he thought. Oh, you know, I could use this as a part of a strategy because you know as far as First, I, as far as I remember, we I don't I didn't know that long fought like in the water. I know he had a submarine, but I didn't know that that was his crew specialty per se. Did you? No, uh, this is the first time we've seen a lot of his crew fight. I mean, we've seen like Beppo do a little bit, but this is the first time we've seen Beppo. his. We've seen his whole crew. This yeah, is the we first time we've seen Beppo his whole crew. Shit. He kicked someone once. He kicked uh, a pacifista once, and then played dead immediately. So. We've seen a little bit. We've seen a tiny bit. I didn't say we saw a whole fight. But we've seen a little bit. Damn, baby, all I need is a little bit. 
<laughs> uh, were those all your thoughts? That was all my thoughts. All right. Brian, do you have rebuttals to my statements? Um, you have a rebuttal to my thoughts? I just wonder my ideas. I just wonder what uh, Law losing to Blackbeard means for his character. That he's fucking um, lame. I don't think he's. <clears throat> I don't think he's gonna die. But if he does, that'd be kind of lame. So like, and does Blackbeard have to kill people to take their? I think so. Fruits as well. Like, I think he does. So everybody who who has. Up to this point, everybody who's had a devil fruit stolen from them uh, has died. Absalon, uh, Whitebeard, anybody we've seen. Whitebeard was dying. Well, he died. Absalon isn't even a real character. You made that up. He was dead. He was dead when Blackbeard stole his power. Who is that? Absalon is the uh, invisible guy from Thriller Bark. Yeah. The guy who stole Nami and tried to marry her. Remember? Yeah. Uh, No. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I think this fight has to be interrupted in some way. Um, I don't think it's going to go all the way to its completion because Law will probably lose if it ends, if this ends like naturally. Um, and if he loses, he kind of just dies. That just That's just what happens if he loses here. So it has to be interrupted. Like maybe this is the time that Kuzan goes mask off and like fights against Blackbeard or something. I don't know. But I just don't see Law winning this fight like uh, on a like a crew to crew fight, you know? Yeah. And that means death. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll get into my thoughts. I obviously I really like this chapter. Um, I about the Blackbeard and Law stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, very interesting, very fun way to see how Law's crew is uh is battling i think it makes sense that like a lot of them don't have devil fruits because the whole point of them is to be able to fight underwater uh so uh i think that's a pretty smart you know a unique way of fighting that we haven't really seen uh up to this point in one piece it's good that and it makes sense as to why his crew weren't like a massive factor in wano because i guess this is their usual Thing, and if it's on land, Law can take care of himself for the most part. Um, right. And it makes sense, you know. If they're at a sea battle, Law has the devil fruit. He would think to, like, compensate that by having a ton of people who can swim and a ton of people who would use their wa- the their uh, terrain as their advantage. It's very Law, very uh, Trafalgar yeah. Law way of fighting, strategic and all that stuff. Um, there's... Um, yeah, the the fights are, are cool. Uh, this ba- Blackbeard, obviously, uh, A tier, S tier character design. To be honest, it's so simple, but it, it's so fucking good. At the same time, uh, the stuff on Egghead, uh, I, I guess I'll speak on because we've spoken enough about Law and Blackbeard and all that stuff. You guys said pretty much all there is to say. Um, we're still getting a little tease about uh, Kuma's backstory and all that stuff. We know a little bit more about him nothing that we couldn't infer really but um i i appreciate that we're getting like little layers peeled off here and there um i think it's interesting this the 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 fact that he's from a special people that's something we didn't know but uh and uh, i wonder which uh, he's got to be from a place or he's got to be like 
descended from a place that got annihilated by the world government. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. I would think it was it would be the civilization that was destroyed in the void century. Um, so, yeah, I, that's that's my thought. Um, the the stuff with uh, the labo phase is very interesting. Uh, the fact that Zoro staying on the ship is kind of cool. It gives gives the other Straw Hats a little bit of a chance to shine a little bit on the island. Uh, we haven't seen a whole ton from Usopp and and uh, Nami in Wano, so it would be and Frankie even uh, in Wano, even though he did have a one v one. But you know, I could always use more Frankie. <laughs> so yeah. very excited to see uh, how the Straw Hats. Um, contribute the other straw hats contribute to this arc um so that's that's fun uh i think a lot of the arcs start are very based on the what i call straw hat math (laughs) it's how the straw hats are split up in any given time and um their utility when in different combinations together um you know i feel like there's always like there's a reason that oda specifically put these characters together to go see Shaka and left Zoro on the boat, uh, left Chopper down below with Luffy and Jinbei. Uh, so very excited for all that stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a reason behind it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm doing a preemptive semi called it, uh, <laughs> because in the group chat, <laughs> uh, I mentioned that, um, that I believe that, uh, Vegapunk has a a connection to the revolutionaries. He's we've known enough that he works with the government, but he doesn't seem to be uh, all that tied to them. You know, like he's not loyal to the government. He's not a government worker per se, in the same way that admirals or vice admirals and so on and so forth go. Um, and we learn here that he's like a guy for hire. So his biggest clients probably just happen to be the world government because they keep coming to him. Um, so I'm very excited to see that. It could be that like there are multiple of his personalities that align with the world government, where whereas some of them don't and align themselves with the revolutionaries. Some people can be, some of his personalities can be independent. Um, I, I'm really excited to see the mystery of Vegapunk unfold uh, further. But yeah, lot, lots of fun this chapter. Best chapter of the week. Uh, I, I don't have much to say. One Piece is off next week, unfortunately, because uh, uh, we can't have One Piece for too long. Uh, the gods have decided. So um, <laughs> I'm just excited for I'm, I can't wait for these two weeks to pass by. So we can get more One Piece, of course. Um, but that's all I really have to say. Uh, do we have uh, any rebuttals to that? Anything I anything to add? No, nah, you had a really interesting perspective, though. I, I do want to say that like as far as um the different personalities of um Vegapunk. I mean government got the most dough and he doesn't need funding, I guess, to make this yeah. incredible stuff happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, research will be done regardless if people have money or not. It's if you have access to resources and I guess the world government controls the means of production for the most part like the world dragons. So yeah. that makes sense that he would still need to deal with them in order to uh, give himself the financial freedom. Yeah. Um, oh, one more thing I wanted to rebut on like uh, what you said about learning about the devil fruits. And 
we we've touched upon that before, but I think I mean obviously, I think this is just like a more concrete, like definitive thing. Like yeah, we're probably gonna get a lot about what Devil Fruits are all about, uh, going forward, uh, with the stuff with Blackbeard's people, and of course all the stuff that happened with the with the Nika fruits, um, the awakenings that have been happening. I think you know we're we're due we're past due for an explanation a deep dive explanation into this power system that has uh existed for about 25 years now so uh very excited to get into it um but that's it for for one piece right uh any any final thoughts all right nope with that being said uh let's move onward my hero academia this is my hero academia chapter 370 history uh last we left off um we were uh deku seems to have had uh one for all uh, all for one on the ropes uh and all for one seems to have done something uh specifically in communication with spinner but uh as this chapter continues we don't really see that that really came of anything yet unless like oh this is actually this chapter takes place like uh, a little bit after Dobby's initial defeat uh so there's a whole lot of battle that you know we're turning the clock back on so this is a while mm-hmm. back um and we cut to this uh this uh cityscape in front of the central hospital where Kuragiri uh, is being held, uh, and it turned. Uh, we last we saw of Spinner, he was actually on his way there with an army of heteromorphic quirked people uh, to go free uh, Kuragiri, uh, and it's it's a lot of people. It's all the people that were involved in the Meta Liberation Front, I think, or the Paranormal Liberation Front, uh, plus a bunch of ordinary c- citizens who sympathize uh, with the cause. Um, and it's about it's a total force of fifteen thousand people, uh, all mobbing this uh, hospital. Uh, there's a Just bunch the of drool god himself, <laughs> the drool god himself, King Drool himself, Spinner. Uh, he's uh, and uh, you know there's a couple there's a few heroes there. Some we recognize. We see um, President Mike, obviously, and we see Rocklock, who we've seen before in uh, the Overhaul arc. Um, and you know they're they're doing their best. They're fighting. Uh, we see that uh, Anima is there. Uh, Coda, the the student who can speak to animals, he's also there. Uh, but they're getting pretty overwhelmed because like the numbers are just so fucking big. Um, uh, Coda gets uh, caught up from behind. Uh, one of the heteromorphs just like pulls off his mask and his like I guess speaking apparatus. Um, and uh, Coda tries to reach out to them. Uh, and, um, one of them basically calls, <laughs> calls him a traitor to his kind. Um, the fight continues onward. Uh, we see that, like, I guess, like, the second in command to Spinner's, uh, uh, core of, uh, of, of fighters, uh, is basically the just... puppet master. Yeah, he's basically spouting off about, you know, all of the, uh, oppression that heteromorphs have suffered over the years. There's been a number of incidents related to, uh, to mass, uh, the mass, um, discrimination and, 
and uh, assault on heteromorphic people, uh, you know, uh, on top of of just individual assaults uh, on people. And they make the, uh, the distinction that like, yeah, I mean, you know, all these heroes and these cop, these people in the police would have you believe that, you know, all these heteromorphs and, and people like with human faces are, are getting along great. But if you leave the city um, and you look beyond, you see that they, that it's still as shitty as it was before. Um, people still look at you and they say, you give me the creeps. And uh, they're people who have just slipped through the cracks uh, and, you know, that don't live in these highly populated uh, melting pots, so to speak. And um, they needed a, a symbol for them. And Spinner is that symbol for them. Uh and he's going to lead them into the prominence of society. Um, and then we get into Spinner's mind. And his mind's a little fuzzled because whatever quirk uh, All for One gave him is just like fucking with his mind uh, for the most part. But you know what? He's, he's making still, him slow. Yeah, he's still got a job to do. He says, whatever. Me just take back Kurogiri. Um, and as he's about to like come down on um, these two uh police officer heteromorphic police officers um we see shoji come in uh and do his octo blow uh intercepting uh spinner right there and um the heteromorph uh villains uh all just jump him uh after that um and uh they're just like, die, kill the wannabe hero. He's like, what's any of that got to do with attacking a hospital? He said, back in Jakku, the first thing the heroes did was to make sure that the patients were stay safe. But what are you guys doing? You guys are just mobbing people. Um, and we get a little flashback panel of Shoji, seemingly with bandages around his mouth. Um, we had a similar panel with Spinner in the very beginning, uh, just to note it off, I think. Um, but, yeah, he... Uh, they're just like continuing to mob. He manages to just shake a bunch of them off, and uh, he's like, "Do you have a plan here? Because if you not, if you don't, I won't let this stand." And we finally see Shoji's face, uh, f- like in full for the first time, and uh, he's got this like kind of unhinged jaw. There seems to be a scar there. Um, we don't get like a full view. I feel like next chapter, obviously, we'll get a better look, but. Uh, after all this time, we finally get to see Shoji's face, and um, that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia, chapter 370? I know you had a lot to say. Okay. This was a heavy chapter, in my opinion. Okay? So, um, I thought about this chapter for a long time. I guess specifically how I was going to talk about like my thoughts. So I just want to, I think I'm going to start with what message I've, I feel like is being taken away so far. Right. Cause obviously the arc isn't finished. This is just an early impression of, 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 of how I feel. Right. So, um, This is this is a very like potent example of like when we say Horikoshi has an issue with with telling 
but not really showing, right? We hear about these 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 incidents that happen. He says the six six incident, the Great Jeddah purge, and then just the general violence and 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 attitude towards um, heteromorph uh, quirk people, right? And man, like I think. I think it makes the message a lot weaker without that without that support, you know, without clear examples, clear emotional ties in the story where something happened to a character that, you know, we were like, damn, this is like something valid. Now, I'm not here. I'm not here trying to say that in this in this story that, oh, like that that statement isn't valid it just doesn't feel that i'm not it just seems bullshit and really hollow as far as from the villain's perspective you know because obviously they're bad guys where it's not about agreeing with them we don't want to agree with with villains right because they don't care about harming people etc etc there are a lot of things to disagree with but you know what what i like in storytelling is when there's depth to the villains, you know? There's a reason people do things. And I just feel like their reasoning here, right? Spinners, the 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 great mass of people, the great mass of heteromorph quirk users, uh their their plight rings hollow to me, you know? And I think, you know, perhaps that could be mended a little bit if we get a deep flashback with uh, uh shoji yes. right that's his name the, yeah. Uh, yeah uh with shoji and maybe even uh a little bit a little bit of a glimpse into spinner's past as well you know to see like two different perspectives and how they came to where they came i think that'd be really nice i'm not i just want to say like regardless of anything i'm saying none of this is irredeemable again this is just how i feel in the moment because this is sensitive stuff this is in my opinion really important important uh uh this is a really important topic a very relevant topic to you know to our lives now and really for a large chunk of 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 human civilization honestly so i digress um look regardless of it ringing hollow i feel like i get the like i get the point here right like these people were made to feel other which is wrong, you know? And that make like, when I think of real life examples, I think back to maybe like, um, like think about Muslim people in America, like around 9-11 or really around the world because the, the, the terrorist uh, rhetoric was, you know, in, in major media stations, not just in this country, in Europe, Australia, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? This is similar rhetoric. And, uh, you know, a lot of people would would uh, stereotype Muslim people and, and, and say me things to them, tell them terrorists that, you know, like uh, pat them down, extra security points. People would be nervous around them all because of what a small handful of people did. Right. And I, I th- those are the vibes I get from this story, like like or even like with uh uh, what, what's what's another example of people like being i don't know that's just the closest example to me as far as like you know people being made to feel othered but 
I, I want to take this moment to just quickly explain that there is a difference between prejudice and stereotyping and like racism, right? Because I actually did a little bit of digging around this week because I wanted to see how people were feeling about this chapter. I actually went on Reddit for the first time in my entire life just to really... Because Twitter wasn't doing it for me. People weren't really talking about it. Maybe because they didn't want to spoil. I guess I'm lucky, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I can't find them even if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Josh and I are you usually, know? Brian and I are usually not as lucky. We get spoiled every now and then. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got to send me first. All right? So let me be the mockingbird through the, through the mind tunnel. You know, if I, I'll come back and it's safe. <laughs> you know? Anyway, um, yeah, so I went on Reddit just to kind of see how people were feeling about about the topic. And I seen the word racism being thrown around a lot. So I just wanted to, again, take this opportunity for anybody listening who may be confused about those two things, right? Because we get it, a lot of people get it construed, right? So prejudice is in everybody. It is a part of human nature. It's wrong. Like wanting to, like, you know, like feeling the, like having that feeling of wanting to commit violence to somebody, that's natural. You know, that's part of our instinct, but it's wrong to do it just because, you know what I'm saying? You want to check that behavior. Similarly, you want to check your prejudices, of, especially if they're un, unfounded, you know, if they're just based on hearsay and, and broad and ignorant generalizations. Anyway, what racism is, is prejudice coupled with power, okay? When you have a group of people, like a race of people, who are in a higher position than others, right? They are in positions of power, like in government or under a capitalist system, in like most of the people that own businesses and the means to production, which therefore people need to go, you know, where... We can't go out and, and find a gold mine. I can't go out and, and say that this land is mine and all this lumber is mine. We have to go work. You know, we have to go through them. Therefore, that racist prejudice has an impact on these people's lives systemically. Okay. As far as how they can find work, how they're treated by police and, and other um, officials, you know, that are, you know what I mean? Like that. Their their prejudice is, is, is allowed to oppress others. Okay, that is when racism occurs. That's why they say in America, black people cannot be racist towards white people. That's what that means. Because a black people, a black person being prejudiced towards a white person won't do anything but maybe hurt that guy's feelings, which is bad. And you should not do that. However, it is totally different from systemic oppression. All right. So with all of that said, I want to say that I do not see any evidence of systemic oppression. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist in this series. This is me kind of reiterating the point I made that this is a very, you know, this is really where Horikoshi's habit of, again, showing, uh, I mean, like telling and not really showing really backfires. Because this could have... This art could be something really special, in my opinion. So, and I, 
and again, it can still be redeemed. You know, I, I, I'm I'm interested. I'm not will. I'm not willing to. That, that's the whole reason I even put some thoughts aside and did a little bit of research and stuff for the sake of this because I still have hope that Horikoshi in his writing ability and that a nice little message can be gained from this. But I do have some pessimism. All right, and I'll, I'll wrap my thoughts. So this is the last thing I want to say. There was a moment where. Shoji, uh, not Shoji, Anima was getting stomped out by, by a horde of the um, uh, heteromorph uh, uh, agitators or whatever you want to call them, right? And one of them say, we ain't rioters. I want to be clear here, right? These people are attacking a fucking hospital and are on the side of a clearly lunatic villain. They are beyond rioters. They are fucking, what do you call that? Militia or uh, guns for hire? What's the Mercenaries. You guys are mercenaries, yeah. all right? These aren't people who are out in the streets protesting and, and incredibly frustrated and taking their, uh, taking their anger out on, on inanimate objects. This is a completely different discussion. And if anyone wants to have a talk about that in the comments, I'd love to. We could take it there. But I want to be clear that these are two completely different scenarios. And it's very easy for people to see something in this comic and then relate that to what they're hearing in the news or, or what they hear from others. You know what I'm saying? Or what's being displayed to them. This is very serious stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about people's people's rights. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, these people are clearly lunatics, guys. Yeah, they rioters. They're fucking psychopaths, like yeah. at this point, you know, like come on. Uh but right. So, you know, with Soji, I want to have hope because he's saying, What is your plan? Because we don't been through some shit already, right? That's what's already being implied. So what's up? Because this is just making us look worse again. May, I'm hoping that that's kind of the direction they lead in. And that's something I could at least understand for this story, you know? And I, I anyway, I think I've said enough. Um, that, that was everything I wanted to say, guys. Any rebuttals uh, in Brian, particular? What did you think about this chapter, Brian? Um, <clears throat> I thought the whole, it was nice to see Shoji get his moment. Which is pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Coming in, being kind of a voice of reason. Um, it was nice to have him have his moment, especially since he, this is a moment that strikes for him as well. Um, but I do agree there. What there is not a lot of build up to this um, kind of thing, you know. And I'm not sure why that that was a thing. <clears throat> why that didn't come up so often, but it did it. But at least it's getting its flowers now, kind of. I hope it build they build up on it more and kind of spinner ends up becoming more of a present in mind and more of a leader for these people because that was his whole goal um as a character was to be a leader for the heteromorphs, right? Um and you could tell that he's kind of absent minded and he's not that leader that he's supposed to be. Uh, right now because of all for one's influence um so 
I, I hope we get to see more out of Spinner here, aside from just being, you know, big, dumb idiot, because that's never really been his character. And I'm pretty this is like a clear, uh, clear vision that this isn't this is what all for one does to you. He gives you power, but it's not to your benefit. It's to his, even though you're the one obtaining it, you know. Um. So we'll we'll see what ends up happening this uh, next chapter. I also am approaching it with a little bit of skepticism, just because this. Don't get me wrong, Horikoshi is pretty good when it comes to these big, deep, nuanced uh, topics, like using um, uh, Endeavor's story for an example. Um, he's been pretty good with that. Um, so I think. I, I think we should give it a shot. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. This was a this was a heavy chapter, man. I I had to think about it a lot. Um, you guys said a lot of stuff that I would think uh, that I thought of basically as well. Uh, my optimism for this series is also kind of like waning in terms of how deep Horikoshi will go with this, mostly because. You know, we're kind of, we're running, at, at the very least, we're running towards the finish line uh, with some kind of sense of urgency here. So we might not get the nuanced uh, look at this that we had even intended. Um, so Or deserve, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see on that. I would think that, you know, we're going to get a little something because... The thing about the League of Villains is that Horikoshi has a lot of passion for these characters. Like, the story is as much about the core original group of the League of Villains as it is about Deku himself, you know? Like, a lot of these characters are allegories for things that Horikoshi wants to comment on in the world. You know, we have neglect with Shigaraki, just general neglect and just uh, non-acceptance from society we have mental illness with toga we have uh we have uh general i guess racism and prejudice with spinner stuff like that you know there's these like flaws in society that is represented with each member of the league and i feel like horikoshi takes special care with those guys um we see it in endeavor story i, I think when when horikoshi is in this mode where he's dealing with characters that he's wanted to deal with, like these big moments that he's wanted to really press on. He, he gets it. I think he, he hits the landing. Um, if we take endeavors, you know, as a score one type of deal, uh, he's got, he's got a good track record in that degree. So I, I have a little bit of hope that maybe we'll get like an extra chapter or two dealing with this whole thing and, and closing it up in a good way. Um, mm. But, you know, I, we'll have to see. I, it is really up in the air, and it is depending on how much enthusiasm Horikoshi has left, which, seeing as how this is a core League of Villain member, I'm hoping that it is more than the average battle that we'll see in, in this final arc. Uh, to your point about showing, not telling, I fully agree. I think with the amount Telling, of not showing. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, um, that's what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think the fact that 
there are a lot of heteromorphs in class 1A alone, you know, and um, how long has it been since we've been kind of low-key lingering on the mystery behind Shoji's mask? You know, we got a little mention of it back in the day with Nedre. Nedre, the first question that she asked Shoji is like, what's up with the mask? And as he is about to get into it, you know, it, it teased at that moment that at least there is a definitive story behind why right. Shoji wears the mask. There's something being hidden, which means there's value to, you know, right? Right. It's, right. it's build up. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate that, I mean, you know, obviously we're always on conjecture with this thing and how much Horikoshi, how, how much the story uh, of the story that Horikoshi was really in control of. There's obviously rumors about editorial mandate and, 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 um, reader and what and viewer dissatisfaction with the league in Japan and all that stuff. So I don't know. My hero academia is a very interesting case study. Um, but in, in, in return, in regards of like audience reception, because it's, it's at the same time, one of the most popular series in jump by a lot, but also a very controversial one amongst people. Um, and I think that's had an effect on a lot of the things that Horikoshi has wanted to execute. So we'll have to see how that pans out in this particular case. But the showing not telling is a big deal, you know. We get all these incidents that, you know, we've we've heard of these incidents, but, you know, we only heard of them fairly recently. Like, I definitely remember the mention of the 6-6 incident and the Great Jetta Purge, but we haven't really got into it. So... You know, we, we've only heard them in name. We don't even know what happened, you know. Um, I think, like, we're just supposed to get the base understanding that there have been uh, there have been systemic attacks on heteromorphic people that we know, you know, kind of like Tulsa. You know, they, we, they are, these are these, like, points in history that we know of, but we don't talk about a lot. And that's what these incidents, I feel, are supposed to represent, Um but it would be good to have something like that. I feel like, you know, the little glimpses that we see into Shoji and uh, and Spinner's past past here with these panels is one of these incidents each, or maybe they were both victims of one of these incidents together to some degree. Um, and I, I'm sure we're going to get a lot more about that next week. Uh, I would hope so. I really like Shoji as a character, even though he hasn't done all that much in the story. Weirdly enough, when he does show up, it's always like, it's always a market impression when Shoji does something. Um, so, you know, I, I'm holding out hope that we're going to get a little something out of it. And um, I'm excited about it. But yeah, there there's definitely some missteps here. Um, you know, just because the amount of opportunity that Horikoshi has had to go into this in the series... Um, I'm rereading the series from the beginning and it is kind of interesting how much of the classmates that like, we don't really talk about, you know, how much like world building hasn't really been, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, reinforced, I guess, you know, uh -huh. we have these bare bones. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We have these bare bones, uh, impressions of what this world was like back in the day. And we have these impressions of these events and these things that have happened but we don't really know a whole lot about my hero and obviously there's vigilantes that exists out there probably goes i into was it. gonna bring that up probably goes into it a little more we wouldn't i mean at least me and josh wouldn't know we we haven't read it in its entirety um i have but you know you can't do that 
<laughs> you know, this isn't like Marvel. This isn't DC, you know, like if you're a manga artist, you got to try to keep all that shit contained or at least most of it. I get vigilantes having some cool, like having us see it in like an elongated form, but not really like delving into it to a degree in the mainstream manga where most of your audience is, uh, is, is not great, but you can comment below if you, if it does exist in vigilantes, comment below and let us know. Um, but as it stands, uh, I have, I have no idea. I, I'm hoping, I, I think Shoji's entrance was cool. Just some, a couple of good things, I guess, about the chapter. I really liked mm-hmm. that he came in, had a cool, like, rada 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 moment. Um, and that he's like, you know, not just a support hero, like his quirk would have us believe. He's, he can, he can throw it down. Um, I like to see Coda doing stuff. You know, this is the, again a little bit of the things that we've asked for. A little bit of the supporting cast stepping up and and carrying their weight in the series. Um, Coda and Shoji specifically because they're more tertiary, especially Coda. We haven't seen a whole lot of him, but to see him like come out from being this meek kind of like background cowardly type character into like standing up and fighting when when the going gets tough, it's great. Mm. You know, um, I'm excited to see where this goes, and you know. I don't really have much else to say. I think uh interesting chapter, <laughs> a little bit of a missteps here and there, but that's like more of a symptom of the pacing of the overall series than the chapter yeah. itself. Um, the message that is relayed here is, I think is, a, is an interesting one. You know, we always talk about not that, not that there's like a massive difference, but discrimination in more rural parts of certain of at least this country, even, at least this country, yeah, we can you can use yeah. us as an example. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's the parallel being drawn here. I think like my hero academia is very, I obviously kind of like ingrained in American culture. It's a superhero comic. He takes a lot mm-hmm. of inspiration from Marvel. Um, so I think you know we we can make these allegories and these uh, comparisons to how he sees society here. And yeah, I think he's mentioning you know like you know there's obviously a higher rate and uh, a deeper and more uh, visceral history of discrimination, of prejudice, right. of racism, racism in more rural parts of the country. Um, so I think that's a, that's a good point to bring up. It's not talked about as often as far as I've seen. Uh, I, I think it's like a little, a, a nice detail, a nice little like, uh, yeah, a little color to the, to the canvas here to, to add. As far as I know, I don't know. Yeah, um, I I gotta I don't have I want I have a re, not really a rebuttal but just some thoughts in response to those. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I I believe that. Um, what was the last thing you were just saying? Actually, uh, about uh, the um the message of um rural areas having oh yeah. so, so I, all right all right so you know you could you could argue that even in Japan that like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's say, for an example, like a black person going out to Tokyo, right? It's probably going to be pretty chill, right? It's probably cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a nigga in Tokyo. What up? You know what I'm saying? Everything's probably cool. But you go out to, like, you know, I don't know, Nagasaki. Nah, I don't know the fucking towns. <laughs> what, what was that? What was that? Just like a smaller, from, um, a smaller area. Um, Kanzai? Uh, what? 
Kanzai. Kanzai. What's the dude from, I think that's from Hajime no Ippo, his, his rival. Oh, 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 damn. The Kanzai Tiger or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 something like that. Um, uh, it's like a whole, Sendo. it's like a, like a backcountry town. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, it, like, it's like you know, a, the south like of Japan, backwards. basically. They right, always, right, right, it's right. It's always like translated as kind of like southern, you know. It's, yeah, it's like country, country mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like country bumpkin shit, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So like what like super rural. Uh so yeah, like probably in those areas, they're probably really ignorant towards outsiders. You oh, know, yeah. so I'm sure that there's a lot of relevancy to even his home country. Oh yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. Um, but I I I kinda wanted to just hone in on what I'm worried about, like what I hope it, it this doesn't boil down to. Uh, which is like with the students, right? With 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 Anima, uh, what's his actual name? Koda, Koda, mm-hmm. and and Shoji is. I I, I hope. God, I hope like this is this. I will accept most other things as long as Horikoshi doesn't do this, which is like have like the kids say something along the lines of like, "Oh, we face discrimination, but we." Stood tall and ended up becoming heroes. So there's no excuse for you guys acting the way you guys do. And that is that is not an argument. It is not. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Um, if you need to spark fucking change, sometimes violence is, is necessary. Because best believe the people fucking oppressing you is going to react with violence. But, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. But that would make me really upset at Horikoshi. And that would be irredeemable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to settle down now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I One last minor criticism, but, you know, the way you were talking about them dealing with, like, the issues with Shoji now with the mask and just the overall animal shit now at this point in the series, it feels like, like last-minute homework. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's even even I, I don't know how y'all feel about this, right? But even the Todoroki situation, we've gotten a lot of chunks of it, but this whole thing at the end still feels like he's just like, all right, let me just wrap this up real quick. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. you know. Even with getting like the Mirio and the, and the two kids, like like their group attack, we were getting what should have been another arc with them, mm-hmm. or them pulling up, hijacking other arcs, being cool. Oh, in that one, in those two chapters. Yeah. It's like, he's sad of, he's sad of tiny dots at the end, and it's like, some of this cool, you know what I mean? We're gonna see how he handles this one. Yeah. I'm not saying he can't do it, but it's coming off that way, and I can't judge this nigga in that regard, because I'm a last minute motherfucker too, Yeah. All right. Hey, we've all not done our homework until the last very minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, was that, uh, was that, uh, the only rebuttal left? Yeah, that's 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 everything. Woo wee, uh, big old section for Chainsaw Man. Uh, for not Chainsaw, for My Hero Academia, uh, today. Um, yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, interesting chapter. Obviously, um, I would say that this is, I guess, a good chapter. It really got us talking about so much contention in fifteen pages. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff happened, and that's honestly a mark- what series you know does that. I don't know. Highlight New Jump City. Listen, if you're on YouTube, please leave a like. Yo, comment. Um, say what up. Just say what up to me. Say yo. Say uh, just say nice things. Yeah, Anything. say nice things. Um, 
You should sub if you're listening, because why not? It's free ninety nine, and we don't spam your shit. It's only every like Wednesday. That's yeah. it. You only get one Wednesday full of spam. That's it. We promise. So on your subscription uh, feed, we don't send you emails and shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No spam. But you know, if you have a YouTube feed, some people spam the feed. I fucking hate it. You but we only do it, do it one day. <laughs> we, you got to do it for the almighty algorithm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only yeah. reason and we don't also, do it um, is to, you know, share with your friends. Let us let them know that you know we talk that good shit. Yes, please. All right, uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to our next series then. Is Brian okay? <laughs> is he on life support right now? I think Brian's okay. Uh, Chainsaw Man. <laughs> uh, this is Chainsaw Man Chapter One Hundred and Seven: School Attacker. Um. <laughs> That's the name of the... Yeah, that's the name of the chapter. School attacker. Yeah. Last we left off... That is hilarious. Uh, Yuko has revealed her true form as the Justice Devil uh, and is now on her way to basically destroy all of the people who have bullied Asa in the past at the school. Uh, and we uh, open with the battle uh, as uh, Yuko is going up against... Um, Yoru, the the war devil that resides within Asa, who has intercepted her on her way to uh, mass slaughtering a bunch of children. So uh, that that's cool. Uh, the very first panel we see is just the battle getting underway. Um, she, uh, Yoru, just like cuts off one of uh, Yoko's legs, and um, we. Uh, Yoko, Yoko, Yoko just responds by being like, cool, but you're in the way and just smacks the shit out of Asa, sending her into a classroom. Um, dude, uh, Yo Yoko books it. She's just like all of her weird tentacle legs are just running as fast as they can uh, over to uh, the next classroom. Uh, and the teacher even peeps it presses a panic button that is like a dangerous devil has appeared on campus get the fuck out uh get out now um and uh these kids are leaving the classroom and uh yo yoku yoko just pulls up turns the corner is like this is not a drill and just attempts to start like she she peeps the girls that like fucking bullied asa is like it was you girls i knew oh it. Mm, i see bitches. you yeah, um, Yoru grabs like a pencil, turns it into a spear, and chucks it over at uh, at Yoko. Pretty cool ability, to be honest. Um, and uh, Yoko just like returns it to sender, basically. But uh, actually, she returns it into one of the bullies, kills one of the bullies dead. <laughs> uh, not great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, cool. Shit. Fucking Tom Brady, that shit's a chest. Yeah, spiraled it. <laughs> uh, ah. Yeah. Um. One of the one of the bullies is like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" And she's like, "I won't stop. You're a bad guy." I won't. What out? <laughs> <laughs> what out? <laughs> she met. She's <laughs> dead. Yeah, and she's dead. She's gone. Uh, I should be she's dead. I should be doing uh, one of these for each uh, fucking death. And that's for the two of them. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so Yoko notices that 
the last one ran away, but she sees that one young man is standing in her path. Uh, this is uh, a kid from the Devil Hunter Club, Seiji o- Akoku, and uh, he has like these spike knuckles. Uh, Yoko tries to attack him, but he just like blocks it, manages to punch Yoko right in the fucking gut. Um, Yoru just like keeps shooting pencil spears at her, uh, and more Devil Hunter kids show up, and you know she's actually giving. Uh, they're actually giving Yoko a little bit of trouble, cutting her up a little bit. Um, yeah, some trouble. And um, Yoru's just like, come on now, don't die before Chainsaw Man gets here. Um, and she's like, don't worry, I didn't want to kill the you, the innocents is all. But you know what? You guys ganged up and bullied me. You guys are bad guys <laughs> too, huh? And she just kills a bunch of them. Uh, <laughs> so one all guy... All three of them, I think, die. Yeah, I... Uh, rip to all three of them uh one of them gets knocked out the window devil hunter. i would never ever be a devil hunter. yeah i don't know what these kids were thinking there's no amount of money that i that they could pay me i don't think these kids are even doing it for money they're just part of a, this is an extra extracurricular activity yeah they're fucking insane <laughs> they're fucking crazy bro um one of them seems to survive i think because she gets just knocked out the window um did you see how she landed? She landed on her on her neck. Oh, is that right? She rebounded on her neck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Would you and, survive that? Maybe. She didn't fall out of the first floor, unless this is not the first floor. J.K. She's probably dead. <laughs> Did you know ginseng is good for your heart and for people that have heart problems? Ginseng tea? Yes. I didn't know that. No, well, you can drink it as tea, but ginseng in general, yeah. I didn't know It's that. really good for people with heart conditions. Hmm. <laughs> you looking at me because I have a heart condition? Make free information, guys. Hint, hint. Actually, yeah. That is why I'm saying it to you. But for anybody else that may have family or friends, ginseng. Hmm. Take a lot of it. Yeah. At least a few, a couple times a week. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, I want my friends to survive. Hey, I I, I get it. (laughs) That's why I put the the more you know. It's a community. It's a New Jump City. I didn't hear that, but it's right. Yeah, it's a New Jump City public service announcement. (laughs) Hey, we teach people about 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 racism. You know what I'm saying? We teach people about uh 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 uh. saying (laughs) back to Chainsaw Man. Yeah, back to wanton child death. Chainsaw Man. Anyway, so Yoko, after all the destruction, Yoko just turns over and is like, now be good unless you want to wind up like them. I know all your plans, Yoru. Dead. She's like, I know you hid personal property in every classroom to use as weapons. You set these fucking traps. I've seen them. Uh... And she's like, don't try anything else. I'm going to save Asa from her bullies. And Yoru's like, well, I do have one more plan. The leave it to Asa plan. Uh, And she shifts back over into Asa. And uh, Asa's Asa's like, uh, Yoko's like, fuck, Asa, no, please, just stay right there. And uh, because the justice devil can read minds, she's like, no, what are you thinking? You can't possibly do, you absolutely can't do that. And uh, that's where this chapter ends. Uh, we do have a chapter that came out literally today. Uh, so literally today, literally today. Usually 
That's not hyperbole. Yeah, usually Chainsaw Man is bi-weekly, but nowadays it seems to be coming out every week, which kind of throws us off because usually we do the show on Tuesdays, uh, on Mondays. Uh, this is like an exception. Uh, so next, we'll cover 108 today. Next week, there'll probably not be Chainsaw Man coverage until the week after where we'll be doing nine uh, on because we usually record Mondays and Chainsaw Man comes out Tuesdays. So we'll always be a little behind. But, you know, our thoughts are interesting enough, I would say. Um, but with that being said, uh, let's move on to Chainsaw Man Chapter 108, Something Important to Asa. Um and Asa is just like, you killed a bunch of people. And he's like, no, well, it wasn't a lot. It was just three or four people, and they were mean to me. You know, the devil gun Not killed... Not that many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the devil gun, the gun <laughs> devil killed like a million people. Devil gun? I thought you said devil I, gun. I, th- I, did up, <laughs> I did up top, the devil gun. Uh, I changed, I switched it out last minute. But I was like, the gun, <laughs> the gun devil killed a million people, and I only killed the bad people. So, like I said, you don't need to know you, you don't need to know what you're thinking. And she's like, and uh, then Asa gets up and is like, Yoru, tell me how to make weapons. And um, Asa's uh, Yoru's like, yeah, I don't know if he can make a weapon that strong. Um, and she's just do it. Uh, and Yoru reveals that says, touch something that belongs to you and call it it. And call its name. Uh, and Yoru's like, I'm telling you, there's no point. That's when Asa goes, uh, she touches her uniform and goes, super strong uniform sword. And her uniform rips off of her and becomes a sword. Uh, what? Let's play the where were you when you read <laughs> this chapter sweepstakes. <laughs> Josh, where were you when you read this chapter? <laughs> I was in my apartment because I read both those chapters today. <laughs> Thank God. Bro. Where were you, Chris? Work. <laughs> oh. Bro. That's the second one was plays. I never hit uh, sleep on my phone faster. <laughs> I never hit that button. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly punched it. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> uh, did you you didn't you couldn't tell when she was pulling her shit off like No, I was like, what are you doing? You know, I didn't think of it. I should have. But I, I knew it. I knew it was coming. I saw I it. I was like, yeah, she's about to be naked. This is Chainsaw Man. Yep. I was like, hmm. Uh, but why does it gotta be the high school girls, bro? Can't these just be college girls? No. What's wrong with you, broski? You could have <laughs> made tomorrow. anyway, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. This anyway. is a different country. Yeah. I will never understand. Yeah. Anyway, so Asa has a sword made out of her clothes, a fucking clothes. Sword. No, because it makes it weird. You know what I'm saying? I agree. About, hey. Oh, I can't enjoy it. It's just like, hey, no, buddy. come on. Like, if, uh, Imagine somebody asked me, oh, what you're reading? I'm reading Chainsaw buddy. Man. Hey. What's going on there? Oh, well, this <laughs> girl made a sword out of her clothing. What's going on over there? Oh. Yeah. oh, what school she's in? High school. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I now I'm a sexual deviant. <laughs> hey, buddy, preacher choir. You don't got Thanks, Tatsuki Fujimoto. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. He's like, hey, hey, what you reading? Now we're all implicated. Chainsaw Man. Why is she naked? This is a long story. 
Well, <laughs> I swear it makes sense. To understand, you'd have to know the deep lore, <laughs> the deep complex lore that's yeah. way too long to get into right now. Just uh, all you need to know is that it doesn't make me a weirdo. I swear to God, it's not doing anything for me. <laughs> this this is not pushing the envelope. This ain't um this ain't um getting it going. This ain't no, my juices ain't flowing there. This ain't my uh, uh jam. This is part of the story. This ain't I my enjoyed the story. This ain't my cup of tea. Just know that. <laughs> so anyway. Take take my word. <laughs> Anyway, also has her clothes sword now. She's like this for the rest of the chapter. So I couldn't read the rest of this until I got home. Bucky naked. <laughs> so Yuko, she has her clothes sword and she's like, I'll solve my bullying problem myself. Stay out of it, Yuko. And she's like, Jesus, I think about it. If I kill all the bullies in a, in a notorious devil uh, attack, all bullies will get scared and not fuck with anybody anymore. It could stop bullying altogether. Not just yours, but everyone in Japan. And then I could be a symbol of justice, too. I could be just like Chainsaw Man. And Yo, she's open. Yeah. Asa's she's like, sipping the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Asa's like, what are you talking about, bro? What? <laughs> this, uh, yeah, she's like, what does Chainsaw Man have to do with this? Do you even hear yourself? And... um. And I hate that guy, by the way. She said, Yuko, when you made your contract, what did you, what did the devil give you in exchange? She's like, there was no give. I only received. When I was given this power, I received a heart that shines with light with the light of justice along with it. Well, I have one more bully. He turned kill. you into Mojo Jojo. That's <laughs> what the fuck he turned you into. Yeah. She's That's like, what you lost. You lost... <laughs> You, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess she didn't really lose much. I mean, she could still be regular. Yeah, I mean, she she lost a complete skull, like a good, like a good uh, case for her brain. But that aside from my cranium, nothing. <laughs> yeah, but I don't need that. No, look at my brain. <laughs> Check my brain out. How could this not be yeah. a good idea? Check out my massive protruding brain. Exposed. <laughs> the elements brain <laughs> yeah open to infection brain uh our brain's got staff dude <laughs> she's gonna catch mercer on her brain <laughs> yeah it's not gonna be good when you have mercer brain <laughs> <laughs> right that's what's gonna kill her that's gonna be that we figured it out uh anyway <laughs> she's got so she uh I, yuko's like well anyway i got one more bully to kill uh asa go put on some clothes <laughs> yeah but stop it you look ridiculous <laughs> put on some clothes don't you know some guys are reading this in public somewhere <laughs> they're stop making people feel like weirdos <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so uh, asa runs behind her trying to catch up uh and she's like she loads up her sword. She's like, I'm only going to cut off your legs. And um, she tries to swing the sword, but Yuko just slaps it away. And, uh, right. Like, get that weak shit out of here. <laughs> get that shit out of here. Um, and she's like, I told you it was pointless. As we see, like, her head kind of tilting. 
I didn't realize this the first time I read this over, but her head is already like kind of chopped in half here. And then yeah. like we the next page is a two yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, you see the the next page is a two-page spread of basically uh fucking Yuko got sashimied. Uh yes. Pretty intensely. Yes. Yes, she got she got sashimied. She got Jiro <laughs> dreams of sushi'd. Uh it's not good. <laughs> uh and she basically just explodes in uh in a big like explosion of blood and guts and it's gross. And um Right, all because all the blood erupts from the severed end. Yeah. An explosion of nastiness. Yeah, it's all over her bare body because she uses her clothes for a weapon. So Oh, that's what we forgot to say. It was a two page spread of 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 Shishimi of Shishimi Yuko and yeah. Uh, underdressed teen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, good news, sashimi devil. Bad news, <laughs> underdressed teen. <laughs> uh, underdressed teen. Very inappropriate. Yeah, not great. But anyway, that worked out. Um, Yoru's even surprised. He's like, "Strong? Whoa, you surprised yeah. me." He's like, the swords I made out of people I killed were always average, but, you know, that was crazy. And uh, it turns out, as was mentioned before, the uh, deeper the emotional tie something is made out of, the stronger the weapon is. Uh, And it turns out the uh, uniform that was made into the sword was bought by Asa's mother before she died. So it was hella powerful, uh, given that it was, like, so meaningful to her. And, uh, yep, she basically killed Yuko, and um, sh- that just brings back trauma flashbacks to the time where she killed Bucky, the chicken devil. And she's like, fuck, I did it again. Don't die, Yuko. Please. And <laughs> Yuko's... Yuko! Yeah, Yuko's dead. And uh, then uh, one of the girls uh, pulls up in the corner. I don't know if this was the last bully or, or just, like, a new character overall. Uh, but she's like, do you want to save her? This was not the last bully. Gotcha. Okay, so she's like, do you want to save her? And Asa's like, what? She's like, I can save her. Do you want to? And uh, Asa just says, yes. And uh, fucking this girl saunters over, and um, we get a full-page spread of this girl. Uh, and she has these crazy eyes, so she know you know she's a devil. Uh, she's clearly Makima. That's what I was thinking, but I guess we'll get into it. Um, that's Makima's eyes, is it not? That's what I was thinking, but uh, Makima that's is currently Makima is currently another girl. Like the girl that Makima is now had black hair, and she lives with Denji, and she's significantly younger. Oh, she didn't look like I, I forgot how she looked. So. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong, and I could be misinterpreting something. Nah, this is another devil because Denji's in high school, and. And the and Makima's younger than him. Right. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, she basically pulls up and she says anything for my little sister. And Asa's like, Your little sister? And the girl just looks over with, to be honest, similar eyes to Makima back in the day. And um they're you know, all those students are just like chilling outside. Um the d- devil hunters seem to have arrived on the scene. And right on cue, the last page is a splash page of Yuko's head turning massive. Uh, and that's yeah. where the chapter ends. Uh, wow. A, lot, uh, a couple of really interesting chapters. 
Uh, Josh, what did you think of Chainsaw Man chapter 107 and 8? I really enjoyed this chapter. This was third place for me. Um, the, the second chapter in particular. Um, I think it was a nice little wrinkle that sword weapons can be made out of inanimate objects, not just people, which means that uh, Yorver won't have to kill everybody <laughs> that she cares about. Although it does suck that um, Yuko had to suffer this fate. I don't think she's coming back. No. <laughs> I think this is it. Um, you know, when she was explaining the part about her becoming the Justice Devil and what she lost, I wonder if they're going to actually expand on what was given up. I wonder if there's a purpose to that, other than giving up her humanity. You know, because obviously the devils want to take over their body eventually, right? Is that the point? I would think so. Oh, I think they're just cool with being inside of humans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I not guess. sure. Yeah. I guess it varies. Either. I guess it varies from devil to devil. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, they all have different motivations and intentions and levels of strength. Um, real curveball at the end of this chapter, because I thought that was Makuma until you told me that. Nope, that's a different person. Maybe it is Makuma controlling someone. Who knows? But I don't think it is. I think it's a little too soon for that. And like we said, it's physically speaking, that's not Makuma. I think we could agree on that. Well, I think you bring up an interesting point where it could be someone Makima or well, she doesn't go by Makima anymore, but the control devil yeah, yeah. someone that the control devil is controlling. But Right. But that's not her herself. That body. Yeah. Is not of Makima. So yeah, I wonder who that is. Uh I really like the dialogue between um Yuko and and um, in not Yoru, Asa, you know, and the way she was trying to like justify her means, kind of at a point. I mean, obviously she's wild and killing people. You don't need to murder people that bullied you. You know what I'm saying? It was just funny how she was really trying to plead her face, her case as a friend. It's actually borderline sweet because she's like, you don't like, don't you fucking get it? I'm doing it for us, and it's gonna help everybody else like this is a perfect fucking idea that's what you lost your fucking mind Yuko. when you made the agreement with this devil you you wanted to help your friend out so bad that you made a contract with a devil yeah well that's why she's that's why she's in this predicament now and why she's gonna be a mindless huge devil that denji's gonna pull up and chainsaw into pieces yeah brian do you have any thoughts that you can muster up um not much actually uh, i've just been enjoying chainsaw man quietly to myself um, <laughs> yeah maybe this is actually makima like well not makima but the control devil at the end here uh -huh. um she does have the eyes so there's that yeah. is that um, makima's eyes can someone look that up yeah they are like, they are like like that you know i somewhat familiar with it i can't think of anything else that would have those kind of eyes hawkeye mihawk well hawkeye isn't part of chainsaw man uh, yeah he is, is. <laughs> josh's yeah. face <laughs> but yeah um 
Or the Renegon. Renegon. I just I just wonder be a Renegon. I just wonder what's Basketball gonna like could dude. she could she make a weapon out of this person, like out of a devil? Theoretically, yeah. yeah. Possible. Yeah. So she could have like a justice devil weapon? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Tell me about it. Um yeah, obviously, very enjoyable chapter for me as well. Uh, yeah, like, I, I'd like to like uh, jump off of what you said about the dialogue. Chainsaw Man is like such an easy raid because it is so well written in terms of dialogue. Uh, it is paced out like a movie. I feel like Fujimoto is very influenced by uh, cinema in his in his work, so that's mm-hmm. why like every chapter feels like you're watching it in motion you know he really is good at like these moments letting moments sit inserting silences in in a really interesting way for sequential art um although all around nice. really fun story uh here going on uh the carnage was fun uh uh inappropriate nudity half nudity notwithstanding uh the clothes uh, weapon was actually a pretty cool twist. Uh, obviously, I certainly didn't see it coming. I love that it was like super powerful because I didn't see it coming. See that coming either. Um, you know, playing off the rules that were already established with the War Devil and uh, the, the creation of uh, of weapons. Uh, it's it's really cool. So I don't have much else to say about Chainsaw Man. I thought both chapters were really fun. Um, very easy reads felt like no yeah. time at all from very quick two chapters uh and i mean that in the best possible way it was just like well paced and uh you know if it didn't feel like i was reading it i guess <laughs> which is nice you know some chapters you feel like you're reading <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah and uh <clears throat> hunter hunter sometimes uh <laughs> and, uh, uh. <laughs> uh but Chainsaw Man is is the opposite of that. Wonderful series overall. But yeah, with that being said, uh, I suppose we can move on, yeah? Yes. All right. Let's uh, go. Only if Brian allows it. Brian, do you allow it? I'll allow it. All right. Let's move on then. Boruto, Naruto, Next Generation. This is Boruto, Chapter 74, Baptism by Fire. Um, last we left off, Ada has made an alliance with the Kanoha village and is on. And we learned that they uh, intend to cohabitate uh, both Boruto and Kawaki with Ada uh, in order to keep an eye on her with people who are immune to her abilities in general. Um, man, uh, this chapter... Let's, it's a long chapter, obviously, monthly series, so let's. Uh, I'm going to abbreviate the recap for the most part. Uh, uh, Ada arrives, uh, makes a bunch of adults fall in love with her, uh, uncomfy. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, Shikamaru's like, I will guide you over to where Boruto and Kawaki are. And, um, oh, time out, time out, time out. Let's be, let's, let's, let's just get out the fucking way here. Okay. Ada is very attracted to to um kawaki mm-hmm. okay kawaki is a teenager mm-hmm. 
not just a teenager, but a young one, maybe a 14. Yeah. No, they seem age right? appropriate. Right. So Ada is probably around that same age as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, she is making all of these adults attracted to a young teenager. Can we not escape this shit? Can we not? No, I was going to address it, it for just, sure because there's a bigger like moment it, regarding it a little bit later, which I'll get to. All right. But we'll, we'll get to it because I do want to talk about this. <laughs> uh, it is uh, crazy. Uh, but anyway. So Ada, Shikamaru's like, I will take you over to where Kaoki and Boruto are. And Ada's like, nah, fuck you. I'm going to fly over there. Peace. I know where they are. I'll just go because of my super all-knowing powers. Um, Amato gets off the train and Shikamaru's like, all right, bitch, you're going to tell us everything you know and you're not going to fucking hold anything (laughs) back this time. Right. (laughs) And Amato's like, we'll see about that. (laughs) I'll still probably hold shit back from you guys. Uh, What you gonna do about it? Y'all niggas soft. (laughs) Soft. Especially you, Shikamaru. Mm -hmm. Because you got your flowers already. Yeah. According to Brian Espinel. Uh, Okay, so they arrive at this really nice uh, house, I guess, on the countryside where Borto and Kawaki are being dropped off by Konohamaru. Um, They mentioned that this place was actually spoken for, but they had to uh, twist someone's arm into yielding it. Uh, I feel like that's going to come back at some point. Uh, I just... It better or it makes no difference. Yeah, otherwise why mention it? dialogue. Yeah, otherwise why mention it? I would imagine that this is going to be somewhat significant. Somewhat. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Boruto is just settling in. Kawaki has a problem. You know, they're bickering. Naruto and Sasuke uh, inserts again. Um, You know, just fighting because they're opposites. Um, Sarada and Mitsuki are overwatching the property and they're just wondering to themselves, like, I don't feel like there's any point in this because she knows her, her ability makes it so she knows who's watching her. You know, she just knows everything. So I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, then, uh, Shikadai's team shows up, um, with, uh, the kids of, you know, Shikacho squad. Um, and, you know, they're pulling up because they've been curious. Uh, I forget the um, Choji's daughter's name, but she's there because, you know, Ada is supposed to be a really gorgeous woman and uh, she likes Kawaki and that makes her rival with Kawaki because nobody... No, say it. Because once again, no female character in Naruto can exist without being intrinsically tied romantically to a male character. Um, it just does not exist. Nah, well, Serata doesn't. Serata's unique. Uh, Serata's the only one. And even she's just like, Boruto. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what about Tsunade? Tsunade was. You can argue that Tsunade nah, was a little influenced. Her situation was different because Hers she was different. just a watered-down version of her bros and grandfather. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But they made a huge point to say, oh, you are nothing compared to the men. Of your clan, yeah. Look, that was the we've said it before. That's not what he said, but that is. We, <laughs> look, we've said it before. We're not going to harp on it because we'll, and we will continue to say it. We'll just flag it at this point. But it is what it is. Um, 
Ada shows up. Of course, all the kids fall in love with her because of her ability. Makes it so. Um, and Mitsuki himself, who does not have emotions, is finally feeling like, whoa. So this is what it's like to be a normal boy. Uh, whoa. Um, and then we get to the part, the the cringe part. I I would say of this chapter, Ada comes in. Uh, uh again, a fourteen year old girl <laughs> pulls up. Konohamaru takes a glimpse at her, and he basically falls on his ass because he is so entranced with her. Now I get it. This is her ability. Yeah. It didn't have to be. <laughs> Why is it weird? You know, why did it have to be this weird? I get, like, why couldn't it be just hypnosis of some sort? Why does it have to be that these grown, like, this... They they turn grown men into, uh... Lollycons? Lollycons. I'm trying to find an alternate word so we don't get, like... Couldn't she have just been older? Couldn't the kid... No, Lollycon is the right phrasing. Right. Lolly... No, but she's not a, a young... No, Lollycon is, is for, like, young girls. We'll take a liberty with it, I guess, and say, for lack of a better term, Lollycon. <laughs> uh, why? Just why? Whatever, it's all bad. Why couldn't it just work on the kids and the adults are just hypnotized? And it has just a greater effect on the other kids... It's just weird. It is. It's just annoying to read, to watch. It just watch these guys, like full grown men, be like fourteen year. It's not great. <laughs> it doesn't feel good to read. Right. Hey, very... Maybe if it was only the pervy ones that it it, it affected even other like yeah, us, but like, even all, then, like, children and and the super pervy adults because they give in to their childish desires. Yeah, it's, it's it's still inappropriate, but like it just as the kids say, it gives me the ick. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's out of the way. I'm sure this is another thing we'll have to continue to flag with this series. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. then we get into the real, actually good part of the chapter. Uh, Damon shows up. Damon actually enhances this series quite a bit just by being in it. Uh, he pulls up and immediately is on bad timing with the kids. He's <laughs> like. Just immediately starts a fight with Boruto and Kawaki. and it's a fight immediately. So fast. Beats the brakes off of both of them real easy. And, um, yeah, basically knocks both Kawaki and Boruto out for an unspecified amount of time. Um, and uh, Daemon's like, uh, Boruto's like, whoa, what happened? What? That was unnecessary. What the fuck, man? And he's like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Man, I just had to show you what would happen if you tried to step to me." Uh, and um, yeah, Kawaki gets up. Uh, he was resting on Ada's lap this whole time. Um, again, fairly appropriate. There are children. Fair, fair enough. At least it wasn't Konohamaru. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, basically, um. Shikamaru buzzes in and he's like, hey, have you guys met Ada and Daemon? And he's like, yeah. I mean, we got our ass beat, but it happened. We, we did. Good. <laughs> he's like, sorry. We'll, we'll, I, meant, we'll I meant to introduce you guys formally, but, you know, they just flew. And uh, Borto is like, that's okay. I think we could get along. 
and the chapter ends with uh, Shikamaru and Naruto sitting with Amato. And um, basically, is like, all right, it's time for you to tell me everything, Amato. No more secrets. Um, and he's uh, like, I'll sing, <laughs> but you gotta let me blow it down. First. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, Josh, what did you think about Boruto chapter seventy four? This is a funny ass chapter. I really enjoyed it. Actually, I didn't even roll my eyes once. Me, actually. Um, um, I, I think this is a really lighthearted approach to, to like this section of the story. So I'm accepting that so that I'm not putting too much stakes in it. Um, I, I don't, I, I wonder how it's going to go with Amato. I don't know what else is left to say other than, yeah. So code is about to get really strong and pull up on this village and kill us all, you know, like what? Whatever, I'm, I'm interested in that. But, you know, there's this one moment that was really funny to me. Uh, what was it? Page uh, page 18. It was when um, Ada pulled up, like, when she flew down and all the kids started to get attracted. And he, like, was, like, dealing with that feeling for the first time. Oh, I'm, I'm getting back to that panel right now. Mitsuki, you mean? So, yeah, Mitsuki, right. So he's like, what is this emotion? I've never felt it before. So she's like, you know, this Sarai is like, you know, are you okay? And he's like, uh, um, nah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was so real. First time he's like, what is, I don't know what's happening to me. Oh no. And it made me think like, yo, when you feel that strong attraction to someone, Obviously, I'm a grown ass man. I know what that is, right? Yeah. But like, as it being new to you, it does feel weird. Like, uh, it doesn't feel good. I feel like I had to go over to this person and talk to them and touch them and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's is this hormones no jutsu? Hormones no jutsu. (laughs) Yes, it it indeed is. (laughs) But. Uh, go on, Josh. Nah, that was about it. I mean, I'm I don't have too many other thoughts for the chat. I, I mean, I already said how I felt about the the weird underage situation. Yeah, I think it was cool to see all the kids. I hope we get to see the kids in in more roles. Maybe with their parents too. That'd be nice. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, wish too hard. Yeah, for that. Yeah. I thought I I like the little fight that they had. I like that Damon beat them up real quick. Just to show them like, yeah. And yeah. he was like letting like come at me, fight me. And Kawaki was like, I right, bet. And man, Naruto got dealt real dirty. He got punched in the back of his head. Yeah. He, he's not gonna be the same for the rest of the series, probably. He's got CTE. You know, he yeah. He he is Otsuki though, Otsuki though. So maybe he he the brain cell can generate. Yeah, he'll be okay. Yeah, hopefully. He won't have Parkinson's. <laughs> By the end of this arc. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Uh Brian, what did you think about this chapter? I fucking hate Damon so much. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's not because like Damon! Damon! It's not because it's not because he beat their ass. I'm just mad that he is currently the strongest character in the series. I just fucking hate his stupid little fucking face. <laughs> There's nothing interesting about this kid. No. Like, I fucking hate him. I literally hate his guts. 
He's the strongest. That's the most interesting thing. He's the strongest person in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's sad. Like, it's by a country mile, too. It's, it's fucking by stupid. By a country mile. <laughs> like, why Naruto is this boy? back in the day would not have stood a chance. No. Probably not, Apparently. honestly. <laughs> he would have been got- dodging Rasengan's, zipping through his shadow clones. Sasuke, he would have caught his Shidori with his bare hand and been like, is that it? Yeah. To the ground, you know. Make them attack each other. Bro. It's so cool because he flexes. Like, he's like, all right, I don't even got to use my ability. I just wanted to show you I can do that. Let me beat you up for real. I'm sorry, Brian. I, I, I just don't. I hate that this kid is so strong. It's not cool to me. Yeah. Um, were those all your thoughts, Brian? Yeah, that's all my thoughts. I, I don't know. I have, I have oh, the... Shit. I feel like I have the exact opposite reaction to Damon. I really like Damon. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. He's just entertaining to me. Uh, I do love a character with uh, big defensive player, defensive back energy. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Damon's got cornerback energy, and I appreciate that. Uh, I Yeah, I, I enjoyed Damon. Um, I can see why he could be irritating, but I... I I enjoyed Damon a fair bit. Um, he's he's at least like an interesting and fun uh, either threat or potential ally. Obviously, I feel like he's just going to really... I, this whole arc is just going to bring these three, these four closer together. And I feel like they're all going to be friends by the end of this. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I want to note uh, regarding Boruto actually is that uh, I feel like this whole... Every, ever since we started covering Boruto, my main complaint has been like a little bit of a a, a strong characterization of Boruto that is lacking. Uh, and I feel like we got a little sprinkle of an interesting uh, facet to Boruto in this because he's the guy who's kind of like calm in this. I feel like that's just so the exact opposite of Naruto back in the day where he was like energetic screaming kid and... Boruto now, you know, even in the face of being utterly disrespected by Daemon, he, he keeps the mission in perspective and he doesn't like hold it super against them. And he's like, you know, there's like a level, I guess, of for lack of a better term, professionalism to Boruto where he's like, well, I don't like that this kid just whooped my fucking ass, but this is the mission. I'm not going to ruin it. Um, because Shikamaru, when Shikamaru is like talking to him, he's like, did you meet him? He's like, yeah, we... We got our ass whooped, yes. but, you know, I think we could get along. We could figure it out. Um, I think that was, like, a really cool thing in Boruto. It's, like, a little subtle thing, but uh, it's something I appreciate uh, in the long run because it, it goes to give Boruto some kind of depth and and, uh, and variation from Naruto. It could have been very easy to make him as brash as Naruto is, but it's good to see that he has a little bit of a head on his shoulders uh, that Naruto, I don't think, would have in his youth. So, uh, big respect. I like that very much. Uh, I don't have any el- anything else to say. Do you guys have anything to rebut with? Mm-mm. All right. I mean, uh, Boruto, they've made it a point that he is, like, a lot more intelligent than Naruto at his age. Like, they made him out to be, like, a prodigy. No, sorts. that's fair. But um, the whole point of Naruto, uh, of Boruto's character, is to be kind of more like Sasuke than Naruto, if that makes any sense. 
like that's always been like the the thing they were going for yeah um so Mm -hmm. him being more level-headed and more um kind of skill-based has always been a part of boruto's thing yeah i respect that i just like uh wanted to call it out that you know when i see it it's uh, it's good (laughs) in general um i think it's a good thing i hope he unlocks his biakugan i pray that would be cool um but anyway that's all i gotta say about boruto and um i guess with that we can move on yeah Mm-hmm. Then let's go. Undead unluck. I got this one. Ooh, th- go for it, Josh. All right, we got undead unluck, chapter number one thirty-two. Loop, time to go time by to Yoshifumi go. Tozuka. Uh, we start off with a nice color page of uh, Uko waving goodbye to members of the union and under, and a nice. Really, really nice illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, something about the way that the characters aren't super detailed in the background and the way, like, the font is written. I don't know. It just feels really... Sentimental? Sentimental, yeah. Almost like a postcard or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a discreet charm. Anyway, oh, I got emotional over the over the cover page. Um, last week, Andy, or should I say Victor, and the rest of the members of the union were trying their best to stop the sun god himself from, uh, you know, uh, destroying the uh, the union table. What's the name of that desk called? Uh, the uh, Ark? The Ark. Uh, thank you. Yeah, Sun God from destroying the Ark. And they are successful. They were successful. As we uh, start off on this chapter, we see everybody kind of, you know, looking in, in, in achievement. <laughs> like, yeah, we did it. And as Fuka says, thank you. Now it's time to go. She disappears. Okay? And, uh, while this is going on, I was very surprised by this. I don't Me know. Me too. I think I know exactly felt, right? what you're yeah. talking about. And I was like, huh? like, <laughs> like, whoa, like, oh, that makes so much sense. And it was, um, unknowing, unknown, unknown, I know. No, you have to I say know. the name. I, I know, I know, one, I know. Yeah, it was like I know. that. I thought it was, like it was unknown. Word, I know? thought it was unknown. Huh? It's unknown. But no, I know it's unknown, un- but I thought it was Anno. But I don't know. I don't un- remember what it's Anno on. Like un- so the un was un- the un- unknown. Okay. Unknown. Unknown. Anyway. So unknown was there the whole time sitting at the table, just writing a writing a little story. Uh talking about Fuku going off to the next world and I guess uh, you know, a little bit about what she went through. You know, she says how uh, uh, thanks to the people who put everything on the line for her, the friends she met along the way. And she, I guess, also, oh, well, I, I'm saying she, I think it's a he, right? He recounts, he. Um, yeah, my bad. He, like, uh, starts to, I guess, like, recount what's going on and how as the 
the arc rose like from the planet like the, you could see like a squad of 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 sun gods just <laughs> multiple ones coming like raining down from the sun onto the planet as uh unknown says how all they like like the the image described is despair you know once you see it you're left helpless to even oppose it you know but um he claims that out of everyone left victor was going super hard you know what i'm saying like fighting against all the sun guys he he is splitting their throats with his blood wilding out i mean you know it wasn't doing that and they probably was sizzling up as soon as they got to their necks but he was almost killing them mm-hmm. and uh you know uh, he he continued to say if someone as as unknown as me is ever allowed to write another story then it will be and uh as fuko we see uh we see fuko was teleported to uh to the moon back with luna and as she's like witnessing Ragnarok occurring on the planet Earth, um, unknown says the story of how you all win. So that's what, which is important to remember, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that 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 that's the next story. If 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 he gets the chance again, the story he's gonna write is how they win. Mm-hmm. All right. So as uh, Fuko screams no with tears and despair. As the earth gets fucking wham. Yeah. Dunked on. Like, <laughs> I, obliterated. This is Exodia. Yeah. If you look up the word obliterated in the dictionary, this is the picture that, that should pop up. With Foucault screaming no and everything. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> they reduced the earth into a, doll, a ball of dust. Look at that. It looks like a fucking broken jawbreaker. Yeah. The sun just consumes the planet. And, you know, of course, Luna, the, the, the moon god, as we'll call it, we is like, ha, huh, juice was the same. You know, she, uh, she acted all brave with her friends before she did. And as she watched her friend's demise, he broke down in tears just like you. By the way, uh, as you've been standing there, a hundred mil, a cool hundred mil just passed, <laughs> and the next loop is gonna begin. So Foucault's like, "Oh, well, what about uh, Andy, dearest?" And she's like, "And uh, Luna's like, oh, he's alive, he's out there, you know, in space." <laughs> as we speak, the freezing cold and lack of oxygen causes him agony all the while, like. <laughs> Damn. That was unnecessary. It was. You didn't need to get that detail. It was mean. Right. Um, so, but uh, Luna makes an interesting point saying that when the Earth is fully formed, um, all negators will be resetted back into them, uh, regardless of how far they are. So, interesting. So, as... Ah, nice. A package has been shipped. Noise. Um, as uh, Luna's finishing uh, their sentence about the negators being summoned to the planet, they look at Foucault staring them dead in the eyes. This was intense as, the, as you see the Earth being formed in the background. This is a pretty cool picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And Luna says, that's a look that I haven't seen uh, in, in her eyes before. And Fuko is just like telling her, yo, this is it. Ain't gonna be no more motherfucking loops. <laughs> here, here is we're gonna stop all y'all bullshit. And, and, and next time you see me on this moon, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you <laughs> and I'm gonna smack that tea out your fucking hand. <laughs> and dump the rest of it on the ground. Yeah. The rest of it in your pot. And you spit, oh, oh, spit on you. We're gonna fucking negate you, nigga. P.S. Hold these nuts. Hell yeah. And Luna says, I'm looking forward to it. To these nuts. And uh, I'm looking so, forward to these as nuts. As I said, if. Right. So Luna says, if we meet again, I want you to tell me. I don't know. Tell you what. I want you to tell me once more the story of your. Uh, well, I'm skipping ahead. So. Yeah. Bukos gets teleported to the next loop. And we skip ahead to the show, uh, Showa era 47. September 11th, 1972. I don't know what show 47 means. So I think sorry. that's like the town. Maybe. But it's in 1972, September 11th. Um, and we see a young... I, I know I one. Know walking through the street. Loving his jump magazine. Wondering what the next series is going to be like. Oh, me too. <laughs> like, yo, what's going to happen next week? I know he's hyped. Maybe yeah. there'll be some cool characters. There are. I'll draw some. Not me, because I suck at drawing. I wasn't even going to try. Um, so, but, I know, um, you know, as I know he's walking, he notices the G-Pen. That's not what it's called, but the G-Pen is lit. Uh, well, it's, it's uh, one of the artifacts made yeah. by Luna that, uh, what does it do? It makes, it, it makes you invisible? I think so. Something like that. No, it, It's been a while. Well, I... Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. I should have looked that up. Yeah, me I too. I completely forgot what it does. But I think it's what activates the negator abilities. Let me see. Of everyone. Keep it going. I'm, I'm well, I think it's worth looking up. But anyway, so, you know, the in in the previous loops, Anon finds the pen, and that changes the course of his life and seemingly others. Okay, I found it. As, Hold on. I, I found it. Um the ability of the pen is oh man this fucking ad uh, anything drawn with the pen will become a real world object with full functionality though only one drawing can exist at a time uh that's what it does whoa but i think as soon as he picks up the pen he's supposed that the unknown I think his, activates i think his negation just activated at the same time as he touched it so yeah, I don't know if it's correlated to him touching it and then he becomes uh, unknown, but yeah, that's that's what it is. And I think he gives you the previous knowledge, the knowledge of things or something like that. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't say anything like that. No, I don't know. Okay, never mind. So, right, but right before. Um, unknown is able to pick up the pen. We see Fuko come and scoop him up and say, uh, Nope, uh, not gonna let you grab that, but I can tell you a really cool story that's more lit than that manga you're reading. And um, 
you know, he asks, oh, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm a fan of your manga. He's like, oh, how do you know about that? I only show my moms. You, you being a fucking creep? Huh? 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 Hmm? Huh? Eh? So, <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, Foucault says that, uh, you know, that the story that she's about to tell is the story of us and you as well. As the chapter ends, to be continued. What? Can I get my thoughts first? Yeah, Real of course. Quick, I don't have a lot. I'm just going to get them out the way. Just straight up. I got to be the first one to say it. I'm selfish. Man, I think we have a lot more story to go. And I'm fucking excited. I can't believe it. We made it. We made it to the loop. And we was wondering this whole time. Like, is this it? Are they going to do just like a... Oh, they saved the world, like yeah. wrap it up all in one big chapter type shit. This was, oh, 24 pages. Mm. Mm. No, I think there's going to be a little bit more, maybe. I would. Manga doesn't get 24 chapters. No, sometimes they do. Oh. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. You, I think you put out as much as you can. the last time One Piece had 24 pages? I mean, I think that's like a choice. You know? When's the last time Jujutsu Kaisen put out 20? Well, remember, pages? Undead Unluck had a break recently, and it could be in preparation for this chapter. Um, When's chapters, the last time Black Clover had that many chapters? Chapters are actually done a little bit in advance, so it could be that he took a week off so he could do the extra pages for this one. It happens. Maybe. It's rare. I mean, you know, it's a choice thing. It's it's how much work you want to... Like, Jump's not going to say no if you say, let me do more chapters for this chap- for this uh, series. Or more pages for this chapter. So right. I don't think it's uh, any type of fair boating. I think this is just like a really special chapter that he wanted to give a little extra to. Okay. Thanks for thanks for this is me not settling down. Fair. Keeping hope alive. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So um yeah, I'm just really happy about that. I really like that Foucault um Really stuck it to Luna. Like, yo, you are up. Fuck you. You think yeah. this shit is a game? All right. <laughs> Luna's you like... Ain't see, you ain't... I'm not juice. Yeah. I'm unlucked. Yeah. Luna was literally That's like, yes, it's a, it's a game. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a game. It sure is. It sure is. And that's how I'm treating you. You're just a fucking game to me. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> LOL, LOL. Have fun. Rufflecopter. Yeah, right. And uh, and and, and Foucault, I like that. She was like, "Say less, say less, say less." <laughs> you know how I feel. Bet. Uh, all right. Were those all your thoughts? Basically, I may have some rebuttals to your thoughts. Yeah, I, I also don't have any myself. This was honestly my second, my like runner-up. If it was like in terms of really good chapters of the week. Uh, this is also good thing I remembered. This is the really good chapter of the week for the audience, actually. Um, well, oh yes, yeah. So yeah, this is uh, the audience voted really good chapter certified of the week. RGC, certified RGC, certified RGC. Well deserved, you guys. Uh, Undead unluck one. Uh, if you guys want to vote for your favorite chapter, follow us on Twitter and uh, check us out on Sundays. We usually put up the poll when uh, the official release of the chapter on Viz's website comes out. 
So, uh, yeah, cast your vote. But this was the audience voted for the week. Uh, well deserved. This was a really good chapter, man. That Undead and Luck, when it comes through, it, it's pretty hot fire, <laughs> I would say. Um, I would say so as well. Yeah, this just had everything good about um, Undead and Luck. There is just like a shonen spirit that I thought would die with Black Clover, but still lives within Undead and Luck that yeah. I, I appreciate you know there's just like this general willpower and grit and determination thing that uh lives within undead unluck and i i appreciate it there's a lot of emotion here um i love how andy went out badass as usual or victor yeah um that victor yeah there's a lot of like really big panels and really big splash pages that are like fantastic overall just like some of his best work artistically um, it I think it is like uh, by design that Fuko has just been crying and weeping this whole time so that we can feel like the impact of her finally feeling resolve um, and, and really just changing her character for the not overall where she's like completely different but you know becoming a more assured and confident person um, and uh, giving herself a purpose because back in the day she would have she would never have trusted herself to do something like this. You know, she would uh, see yeah. herself as a curse because so many people have gotten hurt as a result of her ability. And to see her now taking on the role as like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great. It's great to see. And I'm very excited to see where undead unluck goes because I have no fucking idea. Part of this loop is that I've never seen something like this done before narratively where you literally hit the reset button and uh, it could either go, you know, as uh, we fear, you know, a quick getting the band back together and uh, facing off against the bad guy. Or it can be a little more a prolonged story where we get a deeper look into other supporting characters past as we have been in the arc so far. Um, you know, I I'm very interested to see where it goes. Uh, Undead Unluck is both one of a kind and also very familiar. In, in its tone and its storytelling. So very excited yeah. to see where it goes. Um, any rebuttals? Yeah, um, maybe not rebuttals specifically, but uh, I think there's so many ways that he could go about this with this like reset. I mean, this is um, another opportunity for him to, for, for the author to, uh, like you say, flesh out some characters. I mean, maybe it, it almost feels like a go back in time. Like if you could change something, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's inter, I don't know. Something about that is so interesting to me because that, like, that's what they could do. They could go back to where, when all the negations are about to occur and, and fix them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Cause Foucault cares about all of these people and she would go out her way, you know? And maybe she finds a way to manipulate her power in such a way. I've noticed that on her uniform, it says good luck. Mm -hmm. Her hat always said maybe. good luck. It was always a patch on her hat. But now it's on her shirt. It's okay. I mean, it doesn't make your point any less. <laughs> I think you're right. It is a definitive change in her in her character design. She does have a shirt that says good luck. I, I thought maybe it was at the very least that a change, a, an outlook change. It know? is. I think so. Yeah. 
but I did just get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. mean, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to wreck you. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, I wreck Horikoshi every week. Hey, so. you know, what goes around comes around, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I guess we could move on, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Damn. All right. That was Undead Unluck. Uh, we we did promise questions. We'll only do two. We did promise questions. <laughs> we'll do two. And we are backlogged on questions, so we should probably get to some. Uh, yes, sir. These questions are from our uh, most faithful lis- listener, our stalwart Mike B. Sketchy Mike, El Sketcherino. Uh, our first question is, would you guys ever consider rereading an old manga like Roroni Kenshin or Yu Yu Hakusho for the pod? Maybe. <laughs> The honest answer? Yes. The, the honest answer is A, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho is not in the digital vault. So in order to read it, we'd either have to hunt down scanlations or buy volumes uh, until the app gets its shit together and just adds Yu Yu Hakusho. Roroni Kenshin, not so much because uh, there's a little bit of a, uh, a cheese pizza problem with the creator of Roroni Kenshin, if you know what I'm saying. So I I can't. As much as I there's some, issue, there's some issues with creative properties. N- n- no, it's a guy. The creator creative of... properties. CDs. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> creative properties, so to speak. So you know, I can't in good conscience. As much as I, as much as Rowan Kenshin was such a formative story in my youth, uh, I can't. I can't go on supporting it or promoting it any further because it, it is uh noble hero watsuki is got some cheese pizza problems uh <laughs> uh so we can't uh yeah until that in, until that until that uh any, so that works itself out in some other way but it's being. already it's already like said and done but, these things were brought against him uh, like a couple years ago. I don't know the details of this at all. Yeah. As a fact. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we don't have to discuss it here. He's out. But I will take the word for it. He's out because, you know, whatever. That's just a whole can of worms. And, uh, but Yu Yu Hakusho, sure. I was thinking. Yu like, Yu Hakusho, I want to. I'm, I need to. I would love to. As a matter um, of fact. I read you. Last time I read Yu Yu Hakusho was when I was like uh, in high school. I would love to revisit it. Uh, in manga form, yeah. I've read, I've watched a couple episodes recently of the anime version. What is that spell? Or is that spell? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that's I, not I, that old. The thing is, like, obviously, we're already at like two plus hours. Uh, we cover upwards of like eight or nine series on this show. Uh, to add another one would probably be a lot of work <laughs> uh, at this point. But you know, I it was something I was consider for if we ever get to a point where we can get a Patreon going and we're uh doing bonus content for a Patreon. I would love to do that, like do like deep dives into old series and all that stuff. Because uh, we have been reading manga for a long time and we've read a lot of uh series in our in our time. And it'd be good to give them a little shine. But um to answer your question, maybe someday <laughs> uh is yeah. is the call here. Um do you have any thoughts on that, Joshua? I mean, I want to read uh, Yu Yu Hakusho on my leisure. Um, very unfortunate about Roroni Kenshin because I remember watching it on Tsunami, mm-hmm. and I I had always 
in my mind, I always thought that was one of the series I wanted to go back and read out of just because it was. It was one of my favorites when I was. You know, was, one of the, yeah, it was a stalwart, you know, it was, but it is what it is. And yeah. I think Chris speaks. I'm confident when I see Chris speaks for us all. Yeah. Well, a a uh, new jump city with that stance. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's drawing today. He has like a new Veronica Kenshin series going still. And American Shonen Jump has discontinued it. They don't, they don't publish it here. So as a result of the charges brought against him. So it, it'd be that way. Um, okay. So next. Yu Hocker shows lit. Spirit gun. Oh, Yu Hocker shows Nah, I like the shot. You had a shotgun? Ah, yeah. that shit was fire. Too bad it, anyway, anyway. Anyway. Uh, second question. What has been your favorite manga development in the last two years? Um, Please go first, Chris. Gear 5? Uh, that's one of them. I guess I if I'm going to list them, because I couldn't really like think of one that was like, whoa, um, let me think. Two years, huh? Uh, Gear 5 was definitely one of them. Uh, I think that brought a lot of interest to one piece. I think it's an interesting concept. Uh, it's so out there that like, I don't think anybody would have seen that. That's where the ultimate evolution of Luffy's ability would be. Uh, mm-hmm. So kudos to Oda for throwing us for a loop 25 years into a, into a series. Uh, Endeavor story. Uh, I'm not sure it's completely oh. concluded, but I really liked the chapter that dealt with, you know, his, his mental state and his purpose going forward. Uh, I thought that was a great point for my hero academia. Uh, hmm, let's see. Jujutsu Kaisen, the entire culling game, uh, <laughs> top to bottom. Oh Just... man, you're taking a lot right now. You're taking a lot. Let me, hold on, hold on. Why don't you pause and you can give some more. Let me, let me give a couple. I want to <laughs> talk. I want to mention something about Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, that was my chair. Um, so I really like the development of, um, as far as Jujutsu Kaisen goes, a lot of the, the characters, like the supporting cast, like the focus on Okosu in particular, I mean, seeing the movie was so dope, Yeah, but that's got to count towards the story. Cause we got, you know, we got a little story of it in the manga anyway. So it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, you know, with, with the, uh, upperclassmen and, uh, just like the, how Jujutsu has been expanded and, and what it's become like to this point, it, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen has really turned into a powerhouse over the past couple of years mm-hmm. in general. Um, did you want to say more about Jujutsu Kaisen in particular? No, uh, I think you got it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was one thing I knew for sure. Yeah. Um, I could say also, um, like with, uh, with One Piece, seeing, uh, Sanji and, and, and Zoro develop, you know, like in, in that fight, it was cool to see them like level up and, 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 and to see them really focus on hockey in general. I thought that was like really cool. Like they, they really like Oda, you know, really ironed out exactly what Conqueror's hockey was. Cause we've seen you know, pieces of it, of course, like with, uh, with Shanks, you know what I mean? Like that, like he, we was always like, Oh, like he's the guy when it comes to that. And Rayleigh had it a little bit and, and we've seen a bit of it with, with Luffy, but it's just cool that not only is it this passive ability, but like 
something that could be weaponized the Rio. Like that's, that's really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Oh, Brian, do you have any manga developments? I don't know if you wanted to answer. I don't think he's here anymore. <laughs> okay. I think Brian tapped out. He was back into this uh, singularity. Yeah. Yeah. Brian's uh, Brian's a little under the weather today. So <laughs> if you couldn't hear it in his voice. Um, but in any case, all right, that's it for the questions this this, this week. Um, we are nearing two and a half hours. So uh, let's, uh, let's wrap up. This has been our show. Uh, thank you guys for listening as per usual. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram, Josh at JD Cole on Instagram at, uh, new jump city, Josh on Twitter, Brian at B.ESB on Twitter and Instagram. Follow his Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, email the show itself at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, do the thing, comment on the video you're watching, whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts that we make for you guys every week. Subscribe while you're at it. Give us a subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you never miss an upload. Uh, like, share, do all the things, uh, all that stuff. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, the entire, the whole catalog is on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. So get on it. And um, yeah, that's it for us. Uh, thank you guys for listening this long. Uh, if you have uh, next week, Hunter Hunter, uh, very excited. But till then, stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys.